Happy Tuesday. Welcome on into our final Great Quarter Gals episode of 2023. I'm Kaylee Nix here with Grace Sharkey, ready to wrap up your year in a great fashion. And Grace, it's been another year of great content here at Great Quarter Gals. How many times can I say great in this intro segment? The limit does not exist, but we're super excited to be here to wrap up 2023 with you again. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because I think we like we're just started this right this time last year it was just it's just brand new green and everything and uh yeah i i love i love doing this show with you and i think covering these topics and just bringing on such incredible uh people who are part of the supply chain and showcasing uh, not just you know of course like the issues that women struggle with in the workplace but just yeah, almost the opposite right like these great careers that people have developed and that's uh looking back at the year it's it's good to see we've had some incredible guests and uh wrapping the year with some incredible guests too so yeah blessed and grateful to be here with you too <laughs> so i'm ready to blow your mind because we started the show in january of 2022 so it's been we've done two almost two full wow. years of content about great court Yes. Yes. It feels like it's been like just yesterday, right? That we started everything and got all this together. And we have really grown our show in the last two years. And this year, like I mentioned, has been a pretty big year. We've had lots of great topics. We've had some really, really good guests come on. And I think that it's been just another year for growth. And we're ready to move on into 2024 with with more goals in mind. And I want, because this is our last episode, um, I want us to talk about those goals going forward. So 2024 for you, maybe inside the show and outside of the show, what are some of your goals headed out? Ooh, uh, I would say, you know, next year, of course, we, we have the radio show and I'm, I'm very excited to kind of... Uh, collaborate with some outside guests, people who haven't had on the radio show a little bit more uh, in that endeavor in particular. Um, I, I really, really do want to focus on bringing, of course, new faces to this show and and bringing uh, more women that we haven't seen. Uh, I've been uh, clearly doing a lot of diving and, and finding some, some interesting guests that maybe are even outside of not of the supply chain, but in different spots. Like I'd like, you know, as, as construction becomes big next year, maybe find uh, some women more in the like flatbed, open deck arena, things of that nature. And uh, I'd love to maybe leverage this platform too to, to give back in a way. I think that's like the biggest thing. I, I, uh, so we're just having like a meeting here on this show. I'd love to like work with you on it and then somehow, you know, maybe at the next F3 doing something um, big for women or, or something of that nature uh, at at one of our live events as well. So uh, I think if anything, we've done this show and, and seen the responses from it. And now I want to kind of drive that, that nice momentum we have to, to hopefully make a little bit of change too. I love that. I think about the women in trucking platform and the fact that they do like influential women in trucking of the year and they do some of these other like big kind of recognitions. I would love for us to maybe develop something like that too. And as you mentioned, give back. I know for for a little bit there, we were talking about maybe doing like a clothing drive or like a hiding drive or something like that. And I think that 2024 is the year that we take great quarter gals instead of just a platform and make it into something that gives back as well. So I love that idea, putting it on my list and we're going to go ahead and 
make that a priority going into 2024. You mentioned the radio show. Obviously, it's taken on this kind of life of its own. Anything that you're really looking forward to for 2024 there, whether that be from a guest standpoint or from a content standpoint? You know, I'm I'm very excited for Mats. I think this year, uh, Mats. Every year we go as a, as a station, and uh, we have the whole station live throughout the day at the event. And with the, the sense per mile guys, a part of us, with the big drive that we've made with with Justin and the work he's done on social media, and really, I'm gonna say wrangling together, like uh, <laughs> wrangling together a, a number of drivers into uh, this kind of like meme culture that we've driven as well. I want to make sure that we we take that energy to mats and really uh leverage that to to the best of our abilities you know uh, there's only a few uh events that i go to throughout the year where people are still being introduced to freight waves and mats is sometimes one of those so i think with this incredible just group of of pirates that we've built over here on, on X and on Twitter, I, I want to leverage that in some way and really make a, a really good footprint at Matt. So that's that's what I uh, I got to work with with Gracie, Charles over there, and, and uh, of course, our team here, Dooner and the What the Truck uh, crew and, and Reed. But I, I, I think we can really leverage and, and make a, a nice, I don't want to say scene, but hey, screw it. Make a scene at, at Matt's this year as well. <laughs> Make a scene. I love it. And if you want to participate in that scene, hit Grace Sharkey up and she will see you at Matt's in the spring. Let's go ahead and bring in our guest for today, Grace, because talking about big things headed into the new year, of course, we are always talking about getting more women involved in the transportation industry. And one of those things is the ways to do that is by showing women that they can be anything. And who better to do that as we've talked about Barbie, right? We mentioned truck driver Barbie coming up. I think it was two shows ago that we had our kind of opening segment about it. And today we get to bring on the driving force behind the truck driver Barbie initiative. And we're super excited to welcome Daniel Banch on, who is a national account manager at Transforce. Transforce is leading the charge. We guys have a petition up to petition for truck driver Barbie to get officially sponsored by Mattel and to get it in part of their ranks. Danielle, thank you for joining us, and we are thrilled to hear about this. Talk to us a little bit about your role at Transforce first to get you started. Sure. Hey, ladies, thanks for having me. So my current role at Transforce is I'm a, on our customer success team. I'm a national account manager. So basically, I partner with our largest customers nationwide to ensure that they have all the CDL drivers that they need uh, day in and day out. Uh, I've been here at Transforce for a little over 13 years, so my entire transportation career. I've held, I've held a couple of different roles, started out as a recruiter, worked in operations, and as I said, on the customer success team now, and I've been on this team for about nine years. It's incredible. Uh, working your way up, and we'll get back to that here in a second, but I want to to talk about this uh, Barbies in, in trucking campaign, and I will say for everyone as well, like we'll share uh, this petition, and since we've started talking about this, and you guys are only 361 signatures away, so uh, there's been incredible work over the last couple of weeks to, to reach this. Can you tell us what inspired this campaign, and how it aligns with Transforce's commitment towards, of course, diversity and inclusion in their industry as well. 
Sure, absolutely. So interestingly enough, we were sitting back, we attend the Women in Trucking Accelerate Conference every year. That's a uh, something I've been a part of for many years and, and find it to be very important in our industry. Um, but we were just trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do this year? How are we going to drive change in the industry? How are we going to, you know, make a mark on trying to get more women into the industry? And as everyone knows, it's like the year of Barbie, right? We had this blockbuster <laughs> movie records all over the world. And uh, it's just girl power year. It's our year, right? So for us, we did some research and um, yeah, Barbie's had a little over 200 professions and she's never been involved in the transportation industry, which seems like a big miss uh, and a great opportunity for us to add that representation um, for little girls to be able to see a doll that is in an industry that's such a large part of our economy and moving freight every day. So when we first brought this to our story, Danielle, Grace and I had a little bit of a brainstorming session about what type of accessories would come with truck driver Barbie, right? Obviously, of course, the rig has to come with it, but Grace took it a step further thinking about the little items that go in the sleeper cab and the little mini mechanics set that you would need to work. And she even said, you know, like having a dog to bring with her on the road. And I love all of those suggestions, but I also especially love the fact that truck driver Barbie wouldn't necessarily be just limited to being in the driver's seat, right? You mentioned all of those other things. Could be owner operator, could be company driver, could be a diesel mechanic, all of these different pieces that fit into the transportation industry. And when we have this conversation about women in our industry, oftentimes it falls back on, oh, I started in PR and then I moved into management or I'm in sales and that's great, but we still lack a lot of that representation on the driver side of things. So do you think that that is one of those really important things to highlight that the traditionally called blue collar labor, those hands-on jobs, whether that's a driver itself, the diesel mechanic, et cetera, is something that girls and young women should still aspire to be? Absolutely. And they, like I said, representation matters with that. There's, um, you know, there's not a lot of opportunities right now for a young woman or a young girl to see themselves joining this industry, right? They don't, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, the the toys that they're given, the dolls that they're given, um, just everything they see on social media or anything like that is, it seems like a very male-dominated industry because it is. Um, I didn't have anything growing up that, you know, showed me that not only should I work in transportation or be a truck driver or how cool or fun it is or a cool truck. Um, and so it just, it falls to the wayside as an option, as something we're not considering to become truck drivers. And I think at our core, we're helping our industry, not just in the driver shortage, uh, it's bringing that diversity in and making sure that little girls are aspiring to this career and not just falling into it in smaller numbers. Yeah, I appreciate the way you stated that because I think the falling into aspect is is interesting. It's like later in life they they learn about it, and if anything, too, like a lot of the women truck drivers that I know, their you know their fathers were in it, so it's like almost like passed down to them. But you know, it's in order to fill that gap, in order to bring more women to the space and and hold them here. I think it's it's about getting. I want to say subconscious, subconsciously, like in their mind, but offering it, you know, like as, as a real life, like outcome, it's something, and that's, it's so fun. And that's why, you know, Kaylee was saying, like, I was coming up with like 
all the cool accessories. It's like with those cool accessories, like being able to have an animal with you on the road and, and being able to design your, your cab the way that you want it and, and your sleeper and all that. Right. Like that's kind of the, the fun part about some of this too. And so I, again, I just, it's, it's interesting because when I first saw this, I, I, I was like, there's no way there hasn't been a, like even like something remotely related to truck. You and there, you're right. There hasn't. And now that we like sit here, it's like, we can make this like a whole like thing. You can have like a whole fleet run by like Barbie and have a, a dispatcher and uh, right. Like a, a freight broker and a, a diesel mechanic and, and all of those really great things that I think uh, could make it more fun for women. So again, I thank you so much for, for doing this. And we only have 361 signatures to go. So again, our audience will share this on all of our social media so that you guys can of course uh, sign this as well uh, for you. I want to go back to your personal career, Danielle. And can you tell us a little bit about maybe how going through an industry that's so male dominated, uh, what you've learned and, and what possibly your perspective on, on how important this is and uh, not just of course, to, to bring more women in or, or do this kind of grassroots level initiative, but just to showcase like, you know, this, uh, there's struggles to this, but with more women in it, uh, there could be a really great outcome. Sure. I mean, for me, I'm one of those people that fell into transportation, right? I'm not a truck driver. It doesn't run in my family. I work for a staffing company, right? We provide drivers. We don't have equipment. Um, But for me, I was hooked as soon as I got into it. And I think you probably hear that from a lot of people when you ask, how did you get into transportation? It's such a lively industry. It's dynamic. It's ever-changing. There's always just something really interesting going on. Um, For me, I've been very lucky that for the 13 years that I've been in our industry working with Transforce, that I've worked for a company that um, welcomes women into the workforce. We have so many women that are fantastic here at Transforce, even in every level, recruiting, operations, dispatching, leadership, payroll, everything you could imagine. There's just women everywhere. And working with our customers day in and day out over the last 13 years and trying to ensure that they have the drivers that they need while battling this headwind of a driver shortage that continues to get worse, um, change has to be made somewhere, right? And um, I spend a lot of time with women in trucking working on how can we make life easier and the career easier for women that are already in the industry. But something that just really needs to be addressed is making sure we have more women joining the industry. We have a driver shortage. We have this enormous untapped resource of women that we need to attract to our industry and we need to retain them in the industry. Um, and for us, Barbie is, is a great way to start that. Uh, there's so much work that needs to be done and there's so many people out here doing all the good work and uh, your show puts out all of these um, issues at the forefront, which is very appreciated. But, um, you know, working with a company that is so supportive of women and growing women into the industry and promoting them throughout the industry. So Danielle, Transforce was named a top place for women to work in the industry by the Women in Trucking Association, which is of course a really massive honor. And it does showcase that it's more than just corporate talk when it comes to these DEI initiatives, which sometimes a lot of that can be, right? It says we want to do this, but how are we actually putting 
that talk into action. And I want to hit on some of that when it comes to true programs, whether that's hiring or whether that's job placement, driver placement, what types of initiatives or programs do you guys offer that specifically either target women or target um, untapped minorities in the space to put them into roles that they wouldn't traditionally maybe look at as accessible or look at as, as an offering for them? Sure. So I would say internally at Transforce, we've always done a very good job of hiring women into our offices, into our leadership, into our staff like myself. Um, externally, for the drivers that we're hiring for companies, um, we have the good fortune of of the 2,000 customers that we, we work with in any given year, a lot of them have local work. So for us, we have the opportunity to be at the forefront of explaining to women and being out there as an educator of not everything's OTR, not everything is heavy touch, not everything is something you're not looking for. You can be home every day, you can have a family. Um, I think that's been very helpful for us. We also have a lot of initiatives, like I said, with women in trucking, uh, doing the research and putting the data out there. Uh, we run a, a large network of CDL schools all across the country. So we are always pushing for women to join the schools, particularly ones that were in the military. So many of our uh, schools are on military bases. Uh, we run the troops into transportation program here. And um, there's many, many women that are coming out of the military um, that are looking for a career in civilian life. And truck driving is is something that typically fits their needs very well. Yeah, it's uh, we we just uh, celebrated Reese across America right this past weekend, and I know there's a number of uh, companies that were part of that, and uh, that's one we'll have to try to plan next year because she's 100% right. Like there is some incredible women that um, uh, veterans as well that are a big part of this industry too, and uh, thank you for for bringing that up, Danielle, because I think sometimes that's overlooked as well. Uh, as as we wrap this up here, you know we are hitting the end of the year. And it's been a wild year for the freight market in particular. For you, Danielle, and it, whether it's your career or who you've worked with and your time uh, at the company as well, what is, uh, what's your high for 2023? And what are you looking forward to most into 2024 uh, with the work that you do and any career goals that you have as well? Um, not to sound lame, but I would say my no. high for this year RB campaign. It has been so fun. There's been so much excitement. Uh, it just really has, has grown legs and just become this huge thing. And I'm so proud of that. And I'm so excited for the women in the industry to have something like this. And uh, so for me, that's just been the most exciting part of the year. Um, for next year, um, I have so many goals professionally that I, I want to hit and personally, but for me is really just um, starting the year off um, working on this campaign still, right? Making sure that we are making inroads with Mattel, trying to get, you know, what we want here, which is a truck driver Barbie with a really cool truck. Um, but for me, that's been the most fun part of the year, um, aside from just the normal everyday that I do. And for me, I find a lot of joy in helping drivers get jobs with very reputable companies that are going to treat them well. And, you know, on the other side, working with our customers to make sure that they're getting good quality drivers. So Danielle, I'm curious on if you guys have faced any pushback or any resistance in the industry for this campaign. 
specifically from the male-dominated side of the space that still exists, right? That's a very real thing that we all have to deal with is this continued pushback. And I think that as always, as unfortunate as it is, we do run the risk of it saying, you know, oh, you guys want a truck driver Barbie? Like that's trivial or that's childlike. Have you guys experienced any of that? Or has the response from both sides, both the women and the men in the industry been mostly supportive so far? been very supportive. I mean, I can't really think of many instances where men have seen this in a negative light or really anyone has. Um, you know, even when we did our booth at Women in Trucking, it was mobbed and it was not just mobbed with women. There are men that go to this show, but they're not, not a whole lot, but they are there. And they were taking Barbie pictures with cowgirl hats and boas. And uh, it was just fantastic to see, but we have had a lot of, as we're calling here, Ken supporters of the Barbie initiative. I love that. I love that. They are more than just Ken. They are more than just Ken Kenuff. That's that's the line for yeah. the movie. <laughs> Be Ken enough and sign this petition today. Yeah. I mean, even during the show, we've already gotten it looks like fine. Go for it. Yeah, go go for it. I think at the core, like it's one thing to be inclusive and, and for men to, you know, want to make sure that they have a diverse workforce, but there is a driver shortage and they're feeling that pain every day. It's a male dominated industry. These men are having to deal with not having enough drivers every single day needing to move freight. And so why not be supportive of a movement that at its core should bring in more drivers into our industry? Yeah. It, you know, it's interesting. I always, I, there, it, I, I, if I look at the stats still, I believe it's 51, 49 women to men in, in the population. And so when you know that stat and then you see the statistics of just, even if we're going to focus on women in, in the driver's seat, like how off that is, is uh, you're missing, I, I don't want people to look at it as, you know, like we have to fill that gap and more of Think of that incredible talent that you're just dismissing and and not introducing into your business. And I mean, just like you had said in your own career, I don't know, women are, are very loyal and they like to build up and, and be a part of something for a long time. And so it's just, I, I, I love the men out there, but it just, every time I, I think about the population numbers compared to what we see in, in so many roles and across multiple industries, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy to think that you wouldn't naturally want to make it even. So Thank you so much for what you're doing and, and yeah, continuing to push through this. And clearly once this, we'll get the signatures, we'll help you get there. But if there's anything that we can help you with, of course, after that, uh, we're, we're here for you. So I would like to add that anyone that's on there signing the petition, and by the way, it's at www.transforce/barbie. Uh, there is a place where you can comment on why you're signing the petition. You know what I would love to see is for people to also put on there, not just why they're signing the petition, but what they think Barbie should look like, what accessories she should have, what kind of truck do you think she should have? I think we all have our own ideas, but I'd love to hear them. Danielle, I'm so glad that you mentioned that and are sending people the right place to go because that was going to be the exact question that I had to wrap up our interview here today. As far as if people want to get in touch with you guys at Transforce or if they want to reach out to you specifically about the Barbie Initiative, where can they go to do that? Sure. I mean, it's easy to, to reach me. Um, my email address is just dbanch, that's D-B-A-N-S-C-H at transforce.com. Um, you could also connect with us through our website as well on a contact us form. Um, but any, any help we can get, please not just sign the petition, share the petition. 
Uh, we are really hoping to build to that at least 1,500 signatures here in the next week or two. Perfect. Incredible. Thank you well, so much. Yeah, go for it, Ailey. <laughs> I was going to say thank you so much for joining us. And you know what? Hopefully every little girl out there gets a truck driver Barbie under their Christmas tree this year. I think we would love to see it. Here's hoping. Thank you so much for having me. Here's hoping. I love it. And as you mentioned, or as you heard her mention, Grace, go on over to Transforce, Google Transforce Barbie and sign that petition. I did it already, I think like three weeks ago. I know for sure that you have already done it. I can't leave this interview without asking you, Grace, though. What type of truck do you think that Barbie would drive? Is she a Peterbilt gal? Is she a Mack truck? Is she a flatbed? What, what is she? You know, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just going to go with Peterbilt because I, I do like uh, how they look. I do like that little puppy, though, on the Mack trucks. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, that's what a female thing. What a lady thing to say. Clearly, I don't drive trucks. Uh, but you know me. I'm a, a, Get me a 53 flatbed anytime, anywhere. Let me strap some, some heavy coils down and uh, uh, keep it moving. So I would say that would be cool. I mean, uh, but it's like... That's the cool thing. Think of all the accessories you can make, like an auto haul or trailer. You could uh, you could swap it out, like get a whole like um, a, what trailer pool situation going. I mean, mm -hmm. Mattel, the ideas are just making them themselves at this point. And uh, at some point, I'm going to need royalties for these ideas. <laughs> there you go. Does Barbie haul cars with a Hot Wheel collaboration? Maybe that yeah. would be pretty cool, right? She's like hauling her own convertible around and stuff. Like, oh my God. There you go. <laughs> so the options are the options are literally endless. Well, Grace, that does it for our show here today. That also does it for us here in 2023. For the people who want to get to you in 2024, where can they go to find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it these days, LinkedIn. You can find me here. Find me on the radio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll probably show up when you at least expect it. That's how... Uh, that's how I'm just kind of making my rounds at 24. <laughs> Look for the gal with the blue hair, that's for sure. And that does it for us. Thank you guys for sticking with us, for being loyal viewers through 2023. We are super excited to bring you more incredible Great Quarter Gals content as we head into the new year. If you guys have a suggestion for us on who to interview, if you want to be on the show, if you know an awesome woman in the space who needs to be featured, please let us know. You can find me or Grace at LinkedIn. Send us an email at our FreightWaves email. We would love to have it. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We'll see y'all in 2024. What?